Hello and welcome to Access Chat. Uh, we've no guest today, and that's down to my ADHD calendar management. I've uh, managed to double book and zero book people simultaneously. So um, we do have a topic, uh, and, and that topic came to me this morning um, via my browsing on LinkedIn, and I think it's a really interesting one. Um, there was an article written by Samantha Renke uh, for the Metro in the UK. Uh, about a new topic called micro-affirmations. Um, so a lot of you might have heard of the, the, the concept of microaggressions, where uh, there is negativity, that, that small little negative assumptions in the conversations and interactions people have with each other that impact upon the lives of people from minority groups, including disabled people. But Samantha was talking about actually turning that on its head and how we can actually also uh, actually feel better about ourselves and empower people to feel better about themselves through uh, what we're being called micro affirmations. And, and, and sometimes I struggle with the idea of microaggressions because because I think that a lot of this comes out of its, its sort of little ignorances rather than an aggression. But I can understand that they have this sort of uh, wearing effect on people. So I, I understand the concept. I just don't like the terminology. Um, but I do like the terminology of affirmation. And I do like the idea of conscious positivity. And I think that this is an area where, as a community, we, we ought to be doing more for each other. So I, I thought I might sort of, on that thought, hand it over to. Deborah, who is always talking positively, but uh, about what do you think of the idea? Well, and you know what? It's interesting because I do always try to talk positively, but I've actually had people over my lifetime criticize me for that. Mm -hmm. I, I remember one time a boss when I was in the banking industry said, um, they, they were, there was like a team of four of us that reported to this executive and he said, well, she, this one gets her way because she um, she bullies everybody. And this one gets away by being, you know, this. He said, Deborah, you get your way by being nice. And I remember thinking, well, I try to be nice because I want to be nice. I'm not doing it to try to manipulate people. But at the same time, I really did think a lot about that. And I thought, I don't think I'm doing it to manipulate people. But then I realized maybe I did a little bit. For example, when I was a young woman, I was a waitress and I don't know why, but I never liked working on Sundays. I wanted Sundays off. And so I would deliberately be nice to the managers, um, tell them I liked their shoes, which I did like their shoes, but I also was trying to make sure I got Sundays off. So I, you know, I think sometimes when somebody says something to you that sort of hurts your feelings or who you think you are, it's important to evaluate it and say, well, do you ever use being nice to get your way? So anyway, I just wanted to point that out. But at the same time, there are, I love that term micro affirmations, because I think there are little ways that we can help each other. And I'll tell you, probably a lot of people have done this, but a couple of weeks ago, I was driving through McDonald's and I thought you should just 
be nice to the car behind you. I don't know why I thought this. I hadn't, I didn't even really know who was in the car behind me, but I said to the lady, I said, I'd like to um, pay for their, their meal. And it turned out they had only ordered, like, it was only like $3 or something. I could have been, you know, but it tickled, not only did it um, tickled the woman. She's like, Oh, I love when customers do that. But the man behind me who, as I did pay attention, cause he blew the horn at me. Um, he was an African-American older gentleman and, but it made me feel so good just to do this little tiny kindness. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember, uh, I'll say one more thing, then let's turn it over to Antonio. But I grew up in a, you know, there was a lot of sadness and anxiety in, in, in my family when I grew up. My mom um, had borderline personality disorder and it, it, she was such a complicated, beautiful soul and I miss her. But there was a lot of always um, really scary energy in my house. You know, sometimes, you know, it, I won't even go into how intense it got sometimes. But as a kid, I remember I went through this period of time when I was like seven or eight, where I would smile at every adult I saw to see how many adults I could get to smile back to me, which was weird, but I think it was my way of trying to control my environment. So I just think it all goes into that. Maybe if we were all a little bit kinder to each other, maybe when that car cuts you off, you could say, well, I wonder what trauma they're walking, especially right now. So I think there's never been a more important time for all of us to be very deliberate about being kind to each other, sure to giving each other a break. If somebody says something wrong, you say disabled people instead of people with disabilities or whatever, sort of all giving ourselves a little bit of a break. But Antonio, let me turn it over to you. Uh, when, when, when I was a kid, uh, I remember when I was, you know, getting out of my house and I was walking or just go to, to buy bread. And people used to say hello to each other, you know, uh, good morning, good afternoon. You know, I, I, it, between my house and the bakery, I probably meet 20 people and I would say hello to all, to all of them and they will say that back to me. So that, uh, that, and that was somehow normal. And if you, uh, when you were not reacting, people were, oh, maybe he's not feeling well. Maybe there's something wrong with the person. Because it was somehow a kind of a, a, a code between people of saying hello. Even uh, when, I, uh, let's say, at the end of the day, I, I went, I would go out with my parents for a walk in the in the in the in a, in a hot uh, 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 night in the, in, you know, in in the summer. And we walk to other people and say, and we would still say, you know, good night. And even even for for strangers or people who live in the same place, uh, and 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 today, even if if people know each other quite well, they know the faces. That is somehow it's somehow uh, gone. And when I when I went to Cork into uh, a few years ago in South of Ireland, older people they they still do that to strangers. So. Younger people, they wouldn't do that. But all the people, if if they will pass to you in the street, they will say hello, and then you really, you would look. Hey, did this person talk with me? And you say back because you are not used to that. I think sometimes you know maybe we need to recover a, a little bit of that. But instead of just doing it, instead of just doing it uh, around us, maybe we should do it in the social networks as yeah. well. You know this 
saying hello, just trying to be nice to, to people. Uh, and if we have more people doing that, maybe people have uh, healthier feeds, people, maybe people start feeling better uh, with, their, with their experiences and things around them. Yeah, I, I think that that civility in society is, is yeah something I would always love to encourage. And and I talk to strangers, uh, and people look at me weirdly because I'll be the I'll be the, the the nutter at the bus stop that's starting conversations. Um, in the elevators, yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. in the elevator. Yeah, oh, no, I you do. just yeah, the yeah. door. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I can't help myself. Um, and, and yes, I think that that there's definitely a difference between there is a generational difference. I think you know that that we do notice each other more in the streets when we're not on the, our phones, and I'm guilty of that. Um, of, of of being buried in my device and not paying attention, but but equally in the digital world we can also have that civility, um, right. and ought to. Uh, and, and so the the concept that that Sam Renke was talking about was 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 saying that the little nice things and 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 but with sincerity. So your point actually about the shoes was uh, was something that she picked up in her article where she was saying. Don't tell someone that you like their blouse if you don't. Make make your compliments and, right. and the comments meaningful uh, because people know. Um, and and sort of yes. and 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 just that sort of mindful gratitude as well. I think is is really yeah, something. I think that that I'm, I'm conscious of that I, I need to do more of. Um, making sure that I, I thank people for, for doing stuff and, and, and don't just do it the once, you know, but uh, I'm doing it regularly um, and telling people where I appreciate them and stuff like this. Because I think that when you, particularly when you have a long-term health condition or a disability, you don't feel confident in yourself. You don't necessarily feel good about yourself all the time. Yeah. And if you're living in a world of microaggressions, I still struggle with the, with the word aggression because I don't think some people maybe are using it aggressively, but I think mainly it's micro-ignorances micro more than right. aggression. Um, they get you down uh, and they impact on your, on your well-being and your mental health. So people taking that conscious effort to build you back up, I think, is is something that I'd encourage the community to do. So I, I, I love the fact that she's written about this. Um, and how do we, you know, there, there are, you know, there are some hashtags already, you know, there's, you know, the sort of be kind hashtags, but how do we get people to, to actually act on it and, and to do that consistently as well? Because it, it because some of it is mindful. You know, some of it's human nature. You get some people that are always saying nice things to people, and 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 so on. But there are also, you know, that sometimes you get into a habit of not communicating how much you appreciate people. So how do we, how do we encourage people to do that more? Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's 
And I also think, I also think there is sometimes when you are a nice person, because I I do always try to be nice. Sometimes people will miss misunderstand that. And I will say that as a woman, I mean, I'm in my sixties now, but I, you know, like, yeah, I was cute when I was, I was younger. And sometimes when I would be nice to guys, they would get confused about, they would think I was being, they would think it it was something else other than I really am just being nice to you just because I'm nice to you as a Mm. woman, as a cute woman at the time, um, didn't mean that I wanted to sleep with you for example. And so I have had people miss, uh, like, um, they'll think, you know, I've had people misuse my niceness, but as you said, uh, Neil, you can always tell the energy. You always know where somebody's coming from, but I also want to take it back to something that happened on our access chat last week, where we were one of the questions that, um, I came up with, um, which got very interesting replies to was, you know, can we be more welcoming in the accessibility and the disability inclusion field? And I know one of the participants and I'm all of a sudden I'm forgetting who it was. He's like, Oh, I've had everybody I've met has been so nice and generous and I haven't had a negative response at all. And I thought, well, maybe that's good because I've been in this industry for 22 years. So when I first came into the industry in the States, um, people weren't very welcoming. They were not welcoming. They actually were in some cases trying to actively discourage me from coming in saying, we don't need you parents in. Cause it, when I was coming in, I was, you know, talking about Sarah. And so maybe, maybe things are better now. Maybe people are being a little bit kinder and nice to each other, but I still, unfortunately am seeing people still be mean to each other in the industry. And, you know, even, um, you know, you use the word overlay, for example, right now. And um, there are a lot of people appropriately really mad at some overlay makers. But does that and I, I know that when I was on this one webinar, we were talking a little bit about it. Um, somebody brought up uh, somebody that we'd recently had on access chat text help. And they were saying, well, browse aloud there, blah, blah. And I said, well, browse aloud's being very specific that they are not an overlay. And that they're assistive technology and you still need to go and make sure everything's accessible. So I, I hear people attacking them, for example, but the reality is that's not what they're saying. And they've never been saying that. So that to me are a little bit of microaggressions. And I think we could do a little bit better of, I love, you know, micro affirmations, but I, I just, there are so many reasons why we need to make sure that we are being a little bit kinder to each other and that we're supporting each other. And I understand what you're saying, Neil, when you say, was it really microaggressions or is it micro ignorance? Maybe it is micro ignorance, but at the same time, I think we now have the responsibility to think before we speak and to really take the time to ponder our ignorance. And I I will give one more example and then turn it over to Antonio. But I was talking to my son, Kevin Rue, his our chief marketing officer. And I was using an example of something I heard that I was discouraged about. And I actually used this one word, um, which we are not allowed really to use, but I was using it. So really, I was using it just to uh, tell him what I was talking about. And he said, 
I don't even think we should use the word in this context. I think that we should very deliberately take that word 100% out of our vocabulary, even if we're using it to explain a grounding purpose, because there's so much hatred in that word. And I remember when he was saying that, I was thinking about whether or not I agreed with that comment. Can I use that word? And I I don't want to use the word, but it is a word that uh, somebody that is white shouldn't be using. And it is a word that begins with an N. And, um, and, but I wasn't using it in a, in a mean way. I was using it to talk about how I was hearing somebody else use it. But so I don't know, but I think right now in our efforts to be kinder to each other, we need to be more deliberate about once again, what is our ignorance? What is our maybe accidental microaggressions that we don't we're that, that you don't mean to be doing it, but it still has the same results. Sorry. And I know we can, if we're paying attention, we can tell people's energy, mm-hmm, but sometimes mm-hmm. people are so stressed out, they can't. So, um, Antonio, let me turn it over to you. Uh, no, you just uh, end up remembering something that, you know, that uh, so sometimes I don't pay that much attention, but no, but is, you know, we all have different, you know, use different vocabularies, you know, slang and, and, I, I, it's something that I'm not able to explain this. Maybe it's because of my mother, perhaps. But I was always that that kid who never used any bad words against anyone. Even today, I don't use any of the N words in the Portuguese language. I don't use them. You know, let's say in 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 365 days of the year, I might see it once, and it just. But if, even so, it's something very soft considering all the words that exist out there. So uh, for some reason, uh, I felt that I don't really need to use them. No, uh, because in the end, you are going to use them against someone else. And and you can sometimes, if you have an argument, there are stronger words that you can use who are not that offensive, but as an argument that you can see people who who can have a, a kind of a, a more an impact? So it's, it's quite, and even even today when when I'm with, you no, know, with my daughter or w- with kids, sometimes the the, the kids start to, to notice this and they realize that in the all family members, I'm the only one that doesn't say the, all those words. So I think it's you no, know, it's, it's quite easy to see how we you know balance things and and yeah. in this case I'm not able to explain exactly why I don't use them. I just don't feel myself right in using them, you know? So, so I think I think that's... That, yeah. It's a good point. There's an interesting psychological thing, and, and, and also I have this sort of... Uh, I have a terrible potty mouth, so I use all of the words, but never on social media. Uh, and, and and also that really it's... it's uh, Certainly, I mean, I'm fascinated by language and fascinated by words, and sometimes I, I, I enjoy the impact of swearing. However, I wouldn't do it on, on social. And, and swear words are different from the, the kind of words that we're really talking about in terms of microaggressions or, or slights or whatever, where, where they're insulting in, 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 the, in the same way. So I think that there's slight there's slight differences but I, but i yeah, again there's sort of a switch in in my head between between the two things 
Um, I think this is this will be a great conversation for Twitter, and we can have some debates on this. So um, we need to close now because. Deborah's internet just died, uh, and uh, <laughs> and and we're timed out for the week. But uh, thanks to our supporters, Barclays, MyClearText, and MicroLink for keeping the lights on and keeping us going. And we'll see you on Twitter.